if you can do your federal time first, the that's when they wrap it together. Okay. So okay. you got to give the feds their time first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then the feds will consider if they're going to run uh Run a state, state with it. State with it. Usually they do. Yeah. Now, no, it's hard to go backwards. backwards. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because the feds feel like, you know, they're top dog, they're big dogs, so you get them out the way first mm-hmm. versus state is the little people because they don't have the big charges like the federal does. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So assuming what he do, I'm wondering what he do federal time in the state of Minnesota or where they ship him out. Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Meet the Shoe. I'm Nina. And I am Sade. And today we will be discussing the Derek Chauvin sentencing, the sentencing date. And how much time we think that he should get or what he's expected to get or what he's expected not to get. <laughs> right. But, um, okay, so we're going to start off. So, uh, sentencing is June 25th. Right. That is a Wednesday. Okay. And I'm assuming it's the morning time. So, we will be shooting a live that morning. Yeah, that Instagram morning. Instagram and YouTube. So, please follow us that day. Mm-hmm. And we'll make sure we put all the handles down at the end of our um story here right um right now we're all we're all thinking about what prison will he enter so as i was thinking about that i was thinking like um you think he's gonna go to st cloud intake because usually everybody goes to st cloud for intake right but now right now waiting on citizen he is at oak park heights he's being held at the mcf oak park heights facility which is a maximum Mom facility mm-hmm. level five. Wow. Yes, and wow, I, that's uh, for mass murderers. Yeah, a lot of uh, infamous um, murderers have been in that prison. Okay. And I guess they put him in there so he could be away from GP because mm-hmm. they have an administrative control unit where they can watch him, make sure he don't commit suicide, and uh, just keep a lookout on him and another other inmates won't get close to him because it is a 23-hour, 24-hour lockup facility. Right. So I guess they only come out for certain things, showers, and it's very controlled movement. Yeah, what is it, um, 21 hours a day or 23 23. Hours a day? So he gets out for one hour a day. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as I said, it's a level five max. And the next prison I would think he he may go into would be, um, depending on the sentence, mm-hmm. how much time, Stillwater, which yeah. is a level four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's so unique about Oak Park Heights Mm-hmm. The way it was built, because if you go past there, you wouldn't mm-hmm. think it was a prison because it's kind of underground. Right. You know, you see a big old basketball court mm-hmm. and a fence around the basketball court, and that's basically that's it. it. Yeah, because it's, never it's been really, there. really shaped funny, and yeah, and I'm like, how do they get sunlight out? Yeah, it is sounds scary. How do they get sunlight, or if they do get sunlight, maybe they only get the sunlight when they go outside on the basketball court, tennis, you know, right, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the, that prison was built in 1982. Designed, mm. the, the way it's designed is, 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 like I said, it's unique, it's different. Um, it's, everything is made of steel in there. You can't break nothing. <laughs> wow. Nothing, you can't break a thing. It's steel. 
It's yeah. scary. That has to be scary. That just seems like it's real cold, mm-hmm. real like death waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, real depressing. I bet you can't even escape from there. It has it has no escape record at all from that prison. So um, as I was researching, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, what? So many infamous um, criminals have lived in that uh, prison. So I'm gonna go back to um, one that I heard of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the Weeping Voice Killer. <laughs> it was funny because I That's remember his was, voice. Right. Like, he, he was. <laughs> he he's um did time in. Oh, he part. did. Yeah. His name was okay. Paul Michael Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. So and what was the crime? That oh he gosh, I, I can't. I think he was killing a lot of women. And then wow. he'll cry about it, weep about it. No, oh, okay. So he yeah. was sorry afterwards. Mm, yeah, I think he was Whoa. that type of person. So he passed on in 1998. That's aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He passed away in 1998. Yes. And I don't then, know whether to say thank God or right. what was him and okay. his family, but wow, you, 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 you did horrific crimes. So. Uh-huh. Okay. And Mike Prophet, known as the Worth Park Killer. Okay. You know about that one. Yeah, he killed prostitutes. Wow. Yeah, and um, actually, my daughter, um, when she was like five years old, four years old, she found, um, she was outside playing by um, Oak Park, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in the like back of it, there was a body. And she's like, Mommy, I seen a lady. She didn't know what was going on. I seen a lady and she looked frozen. Mm-hmm. It was summertime. Really? And how old was she? It was, it was, she was like four or five. She wow. was like, she's frozen. I said, what do you mean? She was like, and I looked in the back and I seen a black garbage bag and I did see something sticking out of it. She was like, the lady's hands were like, one were placed like she was clawing and had right. her hand up like to protect. So it looked like she was frozen it with the look of someone hurting her, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how, what that was her last stance when she died. Wow. She was stuck with her hands up in front of her face, like up in the air. I don't know. Maybe she could have been trying to get out of the garbage bag. You know, I don't know. But wow. Yeah, he was killing prostitutes. Wow. All up and down the north side. Yeah. Yes. Another one that rung to me because I was in prison. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to prison. I met the young lady, um, Tina, mm-hmm. and she was a guard back in her time before doing prison time. And uh, she was dating a guy named Darnell, Darnell Smith. Darnell Smith is right now is in Oak Park Heights. Right. And he is known to be a violent person. Yeah. So, yeah. So she did she go with him? I'm a, I think they had some uh, um, intimate relationship going on. But then she knew Bobby Holder. Okay. And Bobby Holder, all of them were, he was pretty known, both Darnell as well in the community. And um, I'm assuming Darnell wanted her to, I guess, wanted to stick him up or vice versa. He was thinking he was trying to stick him up, you know. Mm-hmm. But somehow they got... Bobby into the house and Darnell and three other guys his brother and another um per, another guy killed him I don't know what they killed him with or whatever but mm-hmm. me watching the news it was very um 
brutal because they dismembered his bodies, his body. Mm-hmm. And right now, today, they have not found his head or his limbs. Oh, my God. They did God. find his torso. So that's how they was able to convict all four of them of that crime. Mm-hmm. And I think in the torso was found on her family's uh uh, farm in Wisconsin, some oh parts of border in Wisconsin and Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, she helped. She helped get rid of the body. Her and another guy. So they got the last time. One got forty eight months because I think he was assume. I think he was like thirty years old. He got forty eight months, and she got seventeen years because it was like she led him to his death. Bobby. So, you know, I'm like, you still can't, this man had a funeral with not, no head, no legs, no arms. What happened to that body? I don't know. That's sad. And from court documents, it says she told the prosecutor, the courts that the they dismembered, threw the body, the arms and stuff out on 35, Interstate 35. So wow. what happened to that? After that, we don't know. But yeah, so I, th- that is a maximum facility, and it is some crucial. Yeah, that sounds pretty, pretty, pretty harsh. Yes. I know. Um, I was just reading here, um, up on Derek Chauvin, and uh, it just states that you know he was married, um, and then he got his wife out for a divorce. Uh, five days after um, George Floyd was murdered. Uh-huh. And then um, she was granted her divorce in February of this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it says the couple married in 2010 and have no children together. It doesn't mm. say if he has any more, which I understand that's the, for the safety of their families, which um, I'm wondering at the time. I know when, um, like with the protests and things that we were doing, people were saying that um, he had kids so somebody in the household has some children right um maybe she had her own he has his own but it doesn't speak of any children together in which the children didn't do anything so that's better for you know us to not know that i guess exactly you know mm-hmm. um as far as the wife i guess she saw this early on mm-hmm. for her to just go what do you think about that for her to just go immediately and um Filed for divorce five days after. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, was he even in custody yet? When did he go into custody? I'm not sure. Yeah, let me take a look at that. When did he go into custody? Because, um... I think she did that because to save property. The severance of property. But I'm thinking... So you don't think you think it's fake? Kind of, sort of. And, and tell me why, because you're a married okay, woman. So when you're married, you have, you own everything together. Uh-huh. So when someone comes to sue you, they're suing both, both of y'all. It does, it's no way around it. But in a wrongful death, they could attack the, the home. The wife. And, you know, their assets. So I don't know if she saved the assets or not. Because the crime happened and then she divorced, it might not, it still might be able to be under attack, which she still could try and fight it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. 
it's a it's like 50 50. but um then another note she probably divorced him because she knows the stuff he's he's been doing mm-hmm. you know 2010 they only been married 10 years mm-hmm. and she's been seeing a lot of problems with him because they are bringing up another case that he had with a a, a teenage a boy 14 year old you know that he did too so yeah, i mean that, he, i mean he knelt on that child's neck oh, and i'm trying to figure out how come he hadn't been in jail already for exactly that. You kneeled on a child's neck. There's really never an excuse for that. Right. Why are you kneeling on a child? So, so she might have been her, her uh, wits in with him on that anyway. I mean, 10 years, that's not, it's, a, it's some time together, but it's enough time to either make or break the uh, couple. That's, that's sad. And it's definitely, that's what they did. It states that um he was in custody he uh, went into cu- he doesn't state um, when what? he actually went into custody. Uh-huh. Um, he was released on released from jail posting a million dollar bond. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he might have went in and got he, out in a couple hours. Like. <laughs> no, no, no. He did some time. It just says Wednesday um, in October. So he was he was uh, he was probably from the looks of it he was went into custody in like a week later I remember mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I remember that so he went into custody in June and he's got out uh, October 7th oh okay so he was out from October 7th to March uh, excuse me till April 21st okay when they convicted you know mm-hmm. charged him uh, I'm well convicted him on um, you know guilty charges so mm-hmm. he's um he's been out and about living doing kicking it and now with him being in custody now he's looking at the details of you know what he's faced with for what he's really done regardless of the fact of um him being a police officer let's exclude that because he not to say there's not any good police officers because we need police officers Mm -hmm. right yeah um just for the, the mere fact that all this time minneapolis has allowed him to get away with what he's doing mm-hmm. and what he done, right? Mm-hmm. That's where it's wrong at, right? That's where it seems as though the sentence should be higher because he didn't deserve to even be in a position that he was in, especially we pay him to protect us. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just his own karma coming back, basically, yeah, not is. to even go into a whole yeah. big thing about it. It's his karma coming back. You kneeled on a child's neck. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you under the jail for that, for that. too? So did he, anything, the child pass away? or? I think that the child is still alive because okay. it didn't say murder. Okay. It said, it said um, um, you know, he has federal uh, charges okay. coming against him in, on a civil and charges, right? Mm-hmm. The civil court um, came at him as well. Okay. Because of what he did to the 14-year-old child. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, we have 11 men, what, 11 men f- facilities, prison yeah. facilities for men here. So, it, it, well, I think he, it depends on how much time he gets. He may or may not stay as still in Oak Park Eyes. Right. You're right. Because if they give him a 15-year sentence, 12-year sentence, I mean... He might end up going to Rush City, something like that. 
this or yeah okay rust city what what do you know um, i think that's what level a, that is i think that's a level two if i'm not mistaken okay. two and three i don't uh yeah it's probably a three Okay. Yeah, he, he wore an orange um, prison uh, shirt mm-hmm. for the federal. See, for federal, there's for newbies, mm-hmm. right? Orange is for newbies okay. and for, like, high risk. So, you know? wait a minute. So, he even though he got He appeared on these... a Wednesday for okay. a federal court, for um, uh, federal court uh, video conference mm-hmm. at uh, Minnesota's Maximum Security in Oak Park Heights. Okay. But on federal charges, right? So, assuming the federal charges overcompensate the state, mm-hmm. he would probably go do federal time first and then come back and do the state because usually they don't um, run those both concurrent. They box right. car those charges. Well, well, usually how it goes is if the federal, you can get the federal first. If you can do your federal time first, they that's add, when they, they wrap it together. Okay. So okay. you got to give the feds their time first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then the feds will consider if they're going to run uh Run a state, state with it. State with it. Usually they do. Yeah. Now, no, it's hard to go backwards. backwards. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because the feds feel like, you know, they're top dog, they're big dog. So you get them out the way first mm-hmm. versus state is the little people because they don't have the big charges like the federal does. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah. So assuming what he do, I'm wondering what he do federal time in the state of Minnesota or where they ship him out? Well, hmm. it's kind of seems as though. Because what we have, what federal prisons we have in Minnesota? Oh, we just we only we don't the have camps? we don't have any max. Yeah, okay. we have a camp and we have a, a medium low. Okay. No, we have a low. Wisconsin. Um, has uh, a medium. Okay. Right. So they're not even a high. They're a four. <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they're 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 well. Excuse me. They're federal, so they're higher than um the one that's in Wisconsin. Okay. Right. It's higher than uh what is it? Um, Sandstone. No, Sandstone's here in Minnesota. Um, Wisconsin is um let's see, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's um. Wisconsin is um. Cause he can be shipped around pr- a couple different places. Wisconsin prison is Oxford. Oxford, oh, Oxford. Wisconsin. Yeah. Oxford, Wisconsin, and I know a couple people that had did time in there. Oxford is um, medium. You know, you're not. You're you're gonna be fenced up. There's no escaping none of that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But he won't go there. He won't go there for what he did to the um. To the fourteen-year-old, right? He wouldn't go there. He would do time in a um because because of um what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably stay in the Oak Park. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He probably stay in Oak Park. Is there any other um things? Uh, any other circumstances that would like mitigate his sentence in any way that you think? Mm, not really like outside of him being a police officer what else really has he done there's nothing nothing in his jacket that's come out and said there's not one person that has come out and said 
oh, he's a good person because he did this, that, and the third, or he done. He used to do that. Like everybody that talked about him was basically dis- discussed how crappy he was. There was nobody to even get up there and give a character witness for him. Like, wow, what ask, kind of person ask, was he? Right. I don't even think he even brought any friends up to even There was not a friend that him. one, the right. one Asian lady. Yeah. That was it. So I don't think, and I, he may not have wanted that anyway, you know, for fear of a backlash. Yeah. You know, so, um, hmm. Yeah, only time will tell. We'll be able to <coughs> um, follow along and be outside with everyone else. I know it's going to be hundreds of people outside that they support. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody wants to see the fate of him mm-hmm. in some form, you know? Yes. Definitely. I know I do. Mm-hmm. I would like to see what's going to happen. I hope that um, I'm not no attorney or anything. I'm just, you know, a part of the community trying to do my due diligence right. with our podcast. And that's why we're speaking of current news, what's in the news, what's currently going on. Um, we hope that we're touching everything on points and keeping you guys in in form. You know, our slogan is to keep you currently informed. Or currently, that's what's going on still a year later, George Floyd. That's like yes. the big thing going on outside of um, what do you think uh, comparative events. to the recent events of the children that have been shot, the three kids that have been shot all in their head right in north minneapolis do you some people say conspiracy theory they feel like it's the police they feel like the police is making it look like it's the african-american community um doing all this shooting and you know making making it bigger than what it is do you think that Hmm, i'm not sure yeah I I, i i don't know i mean i know this i know um just from the community coming together and um, building together and stopping the people from uh, what do you call it Um, stopping people from fighting and shooting they've had the community to walk blocks and blocks and Mm -hmm. blocks to prevent them from shooting and fighting even more and so they feel like that has made crime go down a little bit because of the community leaders walking right walking around and making sure that they're protecting and serving our community. Now, the thing about it is, as far as conspiracy theory, I just don't jump to that conclusion all the time with things, you know, because it was just too much of a coincidence. Like, okay, the little girl that passed away um, that was in the backseat of the car eating her McDonald's, Mm -hmm. she's just innocently in the car and she gets killed. Mm -hmm. And the uncle, I believe, he gets shot. So, I mean, what's, hey, someone was targeting him and the poor baby got killed. She was in the car, Mm -hmm. she got killed. Mm -hmm. Now the other two children, I don't know their situations or even know of their situations to speak on it, so I won't. Right. All I do know, as far as the news goes, is that a stray bullet hit them and they're in the hospital as well so mm-hmm. it's just like wow three babies got hurt within a week of each right. other you know what i'm saying it's, it's so sad so what is what is minnesota doing to change it 
I don't know. I'm not seeing anything out here. The community coming together right, to coming change together, some things, but, right? Mm-hmm. But I do. There is another thing, though, that um, this weekend when someone was shot, the police officer shot the person that was doing the shooting. Oh, okay. And so that was great because they shot him in the leg. Right. Hey, that's better than anything. Make sure that they're still alive, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. that person, you know, took their job serious not to be involved into any black and white crime or none of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I, I um, definitely see an eye opener as far as like community and just people that want to hurt each other. For what though? It's like, if it's you're still hurting about money or talking about money, you should just sit down and have a meeting about it. Yeah, exactly. So, thank you guys for tuning in to another uh, episode of Meet the Shoe. And we will be um, talking live, right? Yep. Talking live on the day of the Derek Shelvin trial. Any questions, comments, or anything in between, hit us up. DM us on Instagram. Uh, inbox us on Facebook. Or send us an email at meettheshoe2019 at gmail.com. Thank you.